0: and welcome back to Curious Medicine. I'm Christy. Hi, this is Mindy. And today we're talking about lice. ew. <laughs> ew. We're gonna be so itchy. <laughs> I've been itchy for the past week. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I haven't itched as much as I have since I've been um, researching for this podcast. So Christy sent me a text message <laughs> of a YouTube video.
1: Oh, yeah, like I at bedtime. <laughs> and I'm like, I forgot about it. Bro, I'm not watching this. I'm about to go to bed. I'm not trying to scratch all night.
0: (laughs) I just wanted to freak you out a little bit. I was like, I didn't really expect that you would watch it. Misery loves company, huh? (laughs) Yes. Well, of course. (laughs) I mean, I wanted you to be as, you know, shocked as I was. We're talking about lice. Mindy, let's just talk about lice in general. Okay. Human lice. What are human lice? First of all, these are very tiny creatures. They're about the size of a sesame seed. They're wingless insects, which feed off of humans, and they do not feed off of animals. So if you have a lice infestation in you or your family, <laughs> you do not need to worry about your pets. Because so it's
1: the human flea. <laughs>
0: Very good. (laughs) Yes. Yes, Mindy. It's like the human flea. Exactly. Okay. Human lice cannot fly. They cannot hop and they cannot jump. Each year, louse infestations still affect hundreds of millions of people worldwide. And when I say louse, that is the singular of lice. So louse is one bug. Lice are... More than one bug. A louse-infested person can be infested by thousands of lice, each of which bites two to five times per day. Golly.
1: I think there are people that don't know they have them.
0: There are three types of lice, head, body, and pubic, of which all are highly contagious, easily transmitted... If they don't fly, hop or jump, how do they transfer? Okay, so here we go. Direct transmission is by close body to body contact such as when kids are playing together, okay? So you're on the monkey bars, your hair is <laughs> falling <laughs> falling down cuz you're hanging upside down and your little friend runs underneath you or whatever, you know. Yeah. Or y'all are telling secrets or or whatever. <laughs> At a slumber party, because you both are laying your head on the same pillow or whatever. You're sharing a bed at a slumber party, or maybe with your sibling, for example. Indirectly, by contact with items such as infested linen, brushes or combs, even clothing. I think the
1: brushes and combs is what I've heard most. Yeah, for sure. Don't share your hairbrush.
0: For sure, yeah. Um, Scarves, hair ornaments, like rubber bands or barrettes scrunchies scrunchies oh they have to be a big oh i bet (laughs) a big one hats or helmets for like kids that play sports they thrive in humid conditions and in temperatures at about 85 degrees so texas (laughs) is the perfect place yes quite literally Literally. yes yes (laughs) They can be killed with hot temperatures of 122 degrees or higher, but it has to be for like 30 minutes at a time. They cannot be killed with soap and water. So just getting in the bathtub and washing your hair with with shampoo and water, that You're ain't just gonna clean them. They ain't gonna cut it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, ha, ha sucker. <laughs> Thanks for the uh, right, yeah. <laughs> they typically eat five times per day, which means they bite you five times per day. Okay. Again, this is, this is just lice in general. This is any of the three types of lice, okay? Female lice can have several successive partners. A female louse can lay up to 300 eggs in her lifetime. So they lay about eight or 10 eggs per day. Female body lice lay eggs in the folds of clothing. Female head lice lay eggs in the hair. The female head lice excretes an adhesive which holds the egg in place on the shaft of the hair at or near the scalp. Isn't that disgusting? Yes. I mean, mm, gross.
1: I wonder when, when they check for lice, do they find more eggs or do they find more lice?
0: Uh,
1: I well, guess it depends.
0: Yeah. I th- okay, we'll talk about that because it depends on how new the infestation is. Oh, okay. Because the eggs that the female lays, they hatch after seven to 12 days. So if you have less live lice and more eggs, and it's you a just new. Got infected. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, Mindy, take it away and tell us about human lice.
1: They're classified on where they Habitate. Okay. Your head, which I think is the most common. Yes. Right? Well, yes. Well, lives in the hair on your head. Uh, You have body lice that live in your clothing, but they have to feed on humans to survive. Um, Some carry potentially
0: deadly microbes. Oh, yeah. And that is such a big topic because they uh, were responsible for like a ty- typhus epidemic that we just are not going to talk about body lice really on this episode because it could be its own show mindy talk to us about head lice so they live on the scalp the head on your hair Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the hair on your head oh <laughs> i didn't even notice <laughs> It's prevalent in all countries. Um, No one is immune to this. It's prevalent in all uh, aspects of society. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter your age. Doesn't matter your race. Your socioeconomic status. Doesn't matter how clean you are either. Even the cleanest person can catch head lice.
0: Yeah, I even read that some places said that lice actually prefer clean hair. Yes, agreed. So...
1: Uh, most makes me want to stop washing my hair <laughs> I mean dry shampoo for yeah. the win uh, most affected groups are elementary school children oh yeah I remember that was something like they used to line you up And check for scoliosis.
0: Do you remember that? They make you bend over
1: in a line and check for scoliosis. I remember being. And they make you check for lice.
0: I remember being a sixth grade PE and having to take my shirt off in front of everybody. (laughs) And feeling very modest (laughs) about taking my shirt off in front of all of the girls in my PE class. It was very disconcerting to me. I didn't like that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think in sixth grade, my parents didn't let me shave my legs yet, so oh yeah, PE was,
0: me. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you had to dress out, and I'm hairy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I so so they just did a like a random inspection of her head lice, huh? I don't remember them doing that. I remember the scoliosis, but not the head lice. Yeah, thing. the school nurse. Hmm.
1: Maybe they put that into effect. Uh, in my era.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. They learned a thing or two by the time you came along.
1: <laughs>
0: Back in my day. So in the
1: U.S. alone for head lice, there's 6 to 12 million cases each year. Wow. Yes. One article claimed that a head lice infestation is more prevalent among children than all other childhood communicable diseases
0: combined.
1: <laughs> wow. Combined. Wow. That's saying something.
0: Yeah. I read an article that also claimed that they were second only to childhood to colds. And and that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I would be afraid if, if
1: I had a child and I had to like treat my child for head lice, like how we're just itching, just talking about this. I would be itching so much that I would need someone to check me Every hour for lice. Yeah. Because I would just be like, I, no, I'm too paranoid. Like yeah. the Paranoia would just get me. Yeah. Uh, so shaving may be the best solution, but shorter hair does not protect you against getting head lice. Right. So it's not like you can just cut it and it'll be better. Right. You would have to completely shave Maybe out.
0: easier to see to nitpick to get the nits well, out i think that
1: would depend i feel like but, on my hair you could eat but if i had like a buzz cut yeah. it would almost be it, it might almost be harder yeah
0: yeah because yeah, you couldn't like separate you couldn't exactly. part it yeah 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 that's a good point
1: but um persons of african-american descent are less likely to become infested i don't know
0: why that is well i grew up believing that they couldn't be infested or... But I did read while doing this research that they absolutely can... They're less likely, but they can be... Inv- <laughs> All
1: right. So when it comes to symptoms of head lice, Christy, what when you think of head... What is the obvious, most obvious, most world-renowned symptom of well, head Well, I lice?
0: get itchy. I get yeah. itchy just by the suggestion of it. Just yes. by thinking of it, I get itchy. We're going to have
1: scabs after this because you yeah. and I are both
0: <laughs> scratching so much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so during feeding... Uh, the louse secretes a toxin in its saliva that's injected into the scalp the severity of it depends on how long the infestation has gone untreated
0: oh yeah I read that that toxin that they secrete in their saliva is the part that makes you itch yeah yeah
1: oh and it'll create tiny sores on the scalp from mm. their bites mm it'll give you that crawling, tickling sensation in your hair and give you difficulty sleeping, which that's why I didn't watch that video you sent me (laughs) right before I went to bed because I knew I wouldn't be able to go to sleep. Yeah, but... But I think they say that because lice are more active at night. Yeah, but if you don't actually have lice... (laughs) They're imaginary more active at night. All right. So whenever we're talking about diagnosing head lice, it's based on the presence of NITS or the lice themselves.
0: Yeah. Uh, knits, what what are the nits?
1: They're just the eggs.
0: Okay. All right. You can use a special fine-tooth
1: comb, uh, a fine-tooth louse comb. Mm-hmm. Examine the entire head, but lice are most likely to lay eggs in the hair at the crown of the head, the back of the neck, or directly over and behind the ears. That's why you should always wash behind your ears. mm, mm and uh can you find a a, a lice comb at
0: walgreens um (laughs) hmm. let's see could hmm. um probably but well you can buy the -the over-the-counter can i get one on amazon oh i'm sure okay or you can become an archaeologist and dig one up which we're going to talk about (laughs) later
1: Because, I mean, I've never seen one. I don't remember growing up and seeing them anywhere. Oh,
0: well, okay. I'm going to yeah. show you. Oh, okay. I'm going to show you some. I look forward to it. Yes. Okay. It's coming up quick.
1: So if you're talking about consequences or like long-term effects of having head lice, there are none okay. per se. They do not transmit diseases like body lice do. That okay. is not something that head lice does. Okay. So if you're talking about long-term effects, don't happen with head okay. lice. But they may cause distractions, low self-esteem, embarrassment, anger, frustration, guilt, or shame, which I think I would experience these things if I had head lice as an adult, as a child, I don't know that I would experience these things. You know, you're very resilient as a child,
0: and I think it depends on how old you are, maybe. But yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, but yeah, so you you think so? That's interesting. <laughs> let's take it nit, apart. Let's nitpick that a little bit. <laughs> let's egg pick that a little bit. <laughs> I mean, that's where the term nitpick comes from, by the way. What? Yeah. Really. Well, yeah. Let's because- lice egg comb this. Well, because you're getting with a fine down tooth to, comb. Yes. Oh, my God. Is that where let's the term nitty this, gritty comes let's from, too? Pick this apart with a fine tooth comb. <gasps> I am mind blown. I
1: really? Did you know this before? Well, you yes. did your research? I mean, um, before you did your research for this head lice
0: episode. Okay, I probably. Well, I mean, I'm just saying it like now that we're sitting here talking about it.
1: Yeah, but did you know that beforehand? Nitpick was
0: referencing uh,
1: screening for. I do
0: No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I thought about it. I mean, I
1: knew what nitpick meant, but I never knew it was a reference.
0: I don't know. Am I yelling at you? A little bit. <laughs> um i don't know i don't know who cares whatever but that's where it comes from okay so let's pick this apart a little bit i find it interesting that as an adult especially because we work in healthcare, Mm -hmm. that you would be more it would be more mortifying to you today as an adult to contract something like this than when you were a child
1: yeah i was ignorant as a child just like like oh I have lice (laughs) like I had chicken pox (laughs) you know like it's a part of life like oh this is what I got this week have to take a bath in some weird chicken pox bath actually (laughs) (laughs) right like actually, I don't, it didn't cause me trauma. But now, actually, if my coworkers found out that I had head lice, I guarantee you, I'd hear
0: about it for the next ten years. Actually, that's the way head lice should be treated, like chicken, like as common as chicken chickenpox, because yeah. it is more common than chickenpox. Right. And so, it then chickenpox and be other childhood t- things combined, right? It should not be stigmatized, but sadly, it is. And so, huh? So I, I think that's that is so interesting. Hmm. I mean, let's say Yeah, I guess I guess I too would not want anyone to know let's if I say got we have a
1: co-worker. Mindy, let's, let's just say, make let's a say, pact Let's say we have a co-worker <laughs> okay. whose name is Brian Right? <laughs> and he finds out that you have head lice
0: yeah.
1: and proceeds to make fun of you every day for it
0: <laughs> How are you going to feel? Well, okay, I'm 50 years old now and I I really can laugh at myself. <laughs> I am trying to think. If I got head lice today, I probably could I probably could make fun of me right along with everybody else. All right, let, let's get to the fun part. Treatment of head lice. Okay. Some of the things that I'm about to tell you are going to be redundant across time, okay? Okay. Because some of the treatments that they did, like in the most ancient times are going to be similar or the same treatments that we do currently, perhaps, okay? So so there's going to be some redundancy. I'm already well aware of that. All right, ancient lice treatments. Far and away, the most common treatment from ancient times until now is removing lice by hand. Makes me think of monkeys. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. So before combs were invented, uh, they removed them by hand. Okay. And then once combs were invented, they started using these lice combs to remove them. Lice combs, facilitated easy they're the very 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 fine tooth combs okay and they're short short toothed as well okay so fine tooth just means that the teeth are very very close together and then they have short teeth so they're not you know they're not these long things these lice combs facilitated easier removal of adult lice and nits so the adult lice bugs that are crawling around on your head And their eggs that they lay, (laughs) that the females lay. All right. They would use these lice combs every one to three days as a treatment and also as prevention by removing mature lice, which will lay eggs and perpetuate the life cycle. So it makes sense that you would every day or every second or third day, you would have someone go through your hair with this fine-tooth comb and get rid of any live lice that they see. All right. Lice combs. They have been around for at least 3,500 years. Dang. Yeah. I'm going to show you some pictures of some here in just a minute. We're going Lice been them. around. Yeah. Lice have been around for way longer than 3,500 years. I'm going to talk about that in a minute, too. Okay. Delousing combs. That's what they were called have been discovered by archaeologists around the world, many of which were very ornate and beautiful. (laughs) Some of these combs even had inscriptions of phrases and were intended to be given as gifts between like the intimately acquainted.
1: (laughs) Saying this is making me think of Mulan when she's getting ready and pampered for like her presentation where they put all the makeup on her and everything. I haven't seen that. You've never seen Mulan? No. <laughs> Do you have Disney Plus? No, girl. I have Netflix and Amazon. You are coming over to my house and the next movie night that we have with Mexican okay. food is going to oh, be watching okay, Mulan. Yes, yes. Uh, they put like a, a comb in her hair, uh-huh. like one that only it's like kind of like almost like a barrette and then it has a fancy end to it. Uh-huh. And that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Like if they're talking about how beautifully designed it was. Oh,
0: yeah. We're going to talk about some things that I would like to go back and watch some TV shows and see if there's any references. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look, like most combs today, many had two edges. One one edge was a wide tooth comb just for like normal combing of your hair. And then the other was a fine tooth comb for delousing. So... (laughs) Do you ever use the fine tooth comb, fine tooth edge of your comb? Do you have first of all? Do you have a double edged comb? Uh,
1: double edged no, but I do have. I bought like a pack of combs, yes. and I do use the fine tooth one because I oh uh, to back tease your hair? hair and tease okay. it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um. Unlike today's plastic disposable delousing combs, ancient delousing combs were often made of wood or bone or even ivory. Okay, so. <clears throat> Mindy, I want to show you some pictures of these yes, uh, beautiful combs. This one that I'm going to show you here came from the Victorian era. I want you to describe that comb for us. If And by the way, people, if you Google searched uh, delousing combs, ancient delousing combs or various combs for, you know, nitpicking or lice or whatever there's a whole article and they show you many different pictures across time where they've archaeologists have excavated these combs they're very beautiful
1: okay so i'm going to describe the middle part as like a bookmark like the width of a bookmark and then on both uh-huh. sides of the bookmark you have a comb yeah but i don't see a difference in the sides of the comb. like <clears throat> they both look like a fine tooth okay comb in this case in this picture yeah Mm -hmm. and then there are a hole on each like vertical end of the bookmark which i assume is for holding the comb Mm -hmm. it's very beautiful Mm -hmm. but
0: i don't see it as being uh user friendly it's not practical yeah because it's a louse comb so it's not practical in the sense that you would use it for anything other than delousing your head and if you've never picked through somebody's hair to get rid of lice, you might not appreciate the design of this comb. Would you
1: want it to be double-sided like that? I feel like I wouldn't uh,
0: trust. Probably not. Yeah, I um, would want a
1: one-sided fine-tooth comb.
0: Right. Well, I- because when you pick it out, you probably want to get rid of it before you go back in the hair right, again. Right. And that double-sided design would be uh i would think that just hair would get stuck on it (laughs) or you might accidentally reintroduce a lice or a knit or something yeah inadvertently but it's very beautiful and also like the edges of it around where you put your fingers to hold it i guess which also doesn't seem very practical it's very ornate and it also seems like it would get stuck on the hair.
1: <laughs> yeah, but isn't that
0: very long? But it's very like beautiful. I don't
1: think my fingers would like I think it's probably short. The picture I mean, makes it look maybe elongated. I like, mean,
0: who knows? I don't have any there's no reference reference right, there's no reference to how long this was. To me, this looks like maybe like just a few inches. But yeah, both sides are equal, but it's very ornate and beautiful. Okay. Let me show you this one from ancient Egypt. It's wooden. This is made of wood. I don't know what the other one was. It looks like an
1: organ. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like that you play. Yes, 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 yes. Um, This one I can tell one side is fine tooth and the other one is not. Yeah. Um, But also this just
0: like there's in between the combs. Like, yeah, I think it's probably knits. Because on many of these combs, they found, like, either empty eggs, lice eggs, or eggs that hadn't hatched. That is a lot. Was this used on multiple people? No, but they, okay, Mindy, in ancient times, people lived with this. They they just constantly had lice. They never really got rid of them, per se. Hmm. This next one is, I don't know, maybe Greek. But I want you to describe this. Use your words and describe this. Because this is fascinating, if you ask me. I mean, the fact... I don't even know how anybody can make something so intricate today. This looks like... Um You know when they show, like,
1: in the olden days, the operators, and when someone called, they'd have to move the the bug.
0: With a switchboard. Switchboard. Let me see. (laughs) Okay.
1: Like, that's what I'm getting.
0: (laughs) And why is
1: it so intricate? You're picking out lice.
0: Because... But isn't, I mean, um, look how thin and intricate that is. I don't,
1: I, I don't see it. I think it's beautiful. I don't think it's useful. I One end is fine tooth and the other tooth is, the other side is not. I think there's a heart in the middle of this also.
0: Is that something you would just put on your dressing table and have it out for, for like,
1: like, I would ex- look at me. Like, I'm a rich if queen. If you went to Egypt, you said this one was Egyptian uh, right? or not. Uh,
0: that one might have been Grease. If you
1: went to Greece and brought me this back as a antique, yeah. I would love this. It'd be beautiful. I'd put yeah. it somewhere. But
0: you wouldn't use it.
1: I would never use yeah. it. I mean, it yeah. doesn't seem practical. Yeah. My, the fine tooth comb that I use to tease my <laughs> hair seems yeah. more like beneficial for yeah. pulling lice than yeah, that it does. does I,
0: I, I agree that it does not seem very practical. Okay. Well, here's... Uh, here's another one that is probably going to seem equally as impractical. So I, we won't even, it's very similar. Yeah. People, you just need to Google this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But how about this one? This one is made of, uh, I think this one is made of ivory. Okay. So like elephant tusks. Oh, wow. (laughs) The, you know, we shouldn't have. This one I would like, I mean. That one seems more practical
1: this one no seems... i i don't think any of them are practical i don't like the double-sidedness i think that's completely impractical i don't like it at all but the design on this one is a lot more intricate and like like i said like if you were to give me this as an antique like mm-hmm. i would treasure it mm-hmm. i would not use it
0: so you do not see a practical use for no. this and delousing your head no or teasing your hair i don't
1: like or combing you didn't your have hair the top of it like this side bothers me. I don't see a use for it. Like Well, that's just the wide tooth. That's just to comb your I hair. I know, but can I get two separate combs, please? I don't need this <laughs> Probably. You just
0: need to tell your lover.
1: I mean <laughs> Don't I don't like that. Don't
0: be giving me this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um All right. <clears throat> okay. That's all the pictures that I have for Uh, Lice combs. Okay. So also another effective treatment during ancient times was shaving the scalp. That was effective at treating and also preventing infestation. So obviously, if you shave right down to the skin, you don't have any hair for lice to, you know, secrete their little sticky stuff to (laughs) lay their eggs. All right. The oldest documentation of treatment came from ancient Egyptians and the Ebers Papyrus from fifteen fifty BC, and they said that that's that papyrus said, mix date meal and warm water in your mouth. You digest what is date it. date meal? I don't know. Like, I I think of something like, like oatmeal, flour. Yeah, I think of I, who knows. I hate I, dates, by the way. Really? Yeah, I don't like them either. Um, so you mix date meal and warm water. Which warm water? Ugh in your mouth you digest it and then you regurgitate it and then you spit it on yourself
1: (laughs) who did this the egyptians (laughs) this just
0: yeah well yeah yes ancient egyptians okay in order also the ancient egyptians in order for head and pubic lice to have no place to live they shaved their entire body okay Ancient Egyptians frequently wore wigs and uh, because, you know, they shaved everything. And uh, another ancient Egyptian um, treatment was spices mixed with vinegar and then applied to the scalp over a period of a few days to suffocate the lice. Moving on to 1200 BC, China used mercury and arsenic compounds Prior to the Middle Ages, the following treatments were recommended. Okay, we're not talking about China anymore. Celsus and 30 AD mixed the following with oil and vinegar. Sandara, which is a gum from an African tree mixed with soda scum, <laughs> whatever that means. I was going to say. I don't know. I think of bath, bathtub scum. Embryoni, <laughs> <laughs> which is a plant from the yam family. Pliny the Elder in 50 AD applied viper broth to all parts of the body. Like a viper snake? Viper like a snake, yes. So apparently you would boil a snake, you would take the broth, and you would apply that to all parts of the body. So
1: broth isn't another word for venom.
0: Uh, no, broth like you know, like the water that it was boiled in. Because oh. um, also I do know that there was a, a common practice amongst the Chinese that they would... They had a specific snake in China that they would boil, and then they would take the oil from that boiling process, and they would use it to treat like back pain and stuff. Because the the Chinese men who came over to build the railroad and system in the United States, they came over and they used snake oil to um, help sort of repair themselves each night after working all day and night. (laughs) And anyway, it was a whole thing about, you know, like we did an episode on patent medicines um, when Brian was helping me. And so we talk about that anyway. Okay. Galen in 170 AD recommended some herbal remedies, which contained alkaloids and so have some insecticidal effects. All right. 5th century Egypt. Priests were required to shave their body hair every day to keep off lice or anything else unpleasant. (laughs) I don't know what that means exactly, but okay. In the medieval times, etiquette lessons on how and when to dispose of lice were provided to people in that time. It was improper to scratch in public. (laughs) It was also improper to try to remove lice in public. Again, every time I hear that, I just think of monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. A countess of England's diary from the 17th century documented that after visiting the king, they were all lousy. This story, among others, demonstrates that all persons were affected from the royals to the serfs. So everybody... Everybody could be affected by lice. And I think, I think in this case, they were talking specifically about body lice, but I don't know for sure. It doesn't Mm. really specify. Yeah. Various recommended remedies from the medieval times included the following a concoction of quicksilver and oil of roses. I assumed this was like applied topically. I would hope. And then back to basics. Good old washing, combing, and medicinal cleaning of the head. Drinking cheese whey mixed with a little vinegar. That sounds disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> they thought if you consumed this on certain days, it would kill all the lice on you and prevent them from reproducing. Uh. Thank God we live in the twenty first century.
1: But think about this we do
0: now. Like, are we are we gonna be are we gonna sound a stupid? Oh a hundred percent, a hundred years from now, somebody is yes. gonna be recording a podcast like this or and they're gonna include an excerpt from this yes, podcast. They're gonna and be, be like, like these morons. Yeah. <laughs> Another treatment from the medieval times were mix the following ingredients and slather on your child's head to destroy lice. A penny worth of sneezing powder, a penny worth of ginger, and a little melted sweet butter. Wouldn't that make you sneeze and just blow it all off of their head? I have no idea. Or how about this? Rub tobacco juice into your child's head. Okay. All right. Okay, moving on to the 15th century treatments of head lice, Mindy. Even the king of Naples had lice. After examining his mummified body, they discovered he had a infestation of head lice. High values of mercury and body parts from an adult head louse confirmed that he was treating himself for pediculosis, which is the m- fancy $5 term for infestation of lice. Oh. Okay. 18th century. It does sound fancier than It does than sound, lice yes. <laughs> I have pediculosis. <laughs> 18th century. As a deterrent to head lice, gentlemen kept their heads shaved and wore powdered wigs. The powder was made from either starch, wheat flour, or powdered white clay. Although, lice still infected the wigs, but at least they weren't on the actual person, and so they weren't put through the grueling, time-consuming, and tedious nitpicking.
1: That's what I was going to say. Wouldn't they still... Be attracted to the wig hair?
0: Yes. Yes, they would. But the wigs could be sent to the wig makers who would boil the wigs to remove the nits. Because remember, at high heat for a certain amount of time, it kills them. Okay. Women in this era were a different story. So lice were attracted to women's hair. And (laughs) their crazy hairdos apparently stayed the same for months at a time. And they used various pomades to preserve the look. pomades (laughs) Pomades, <laughs> get ready for this. Pomades were made of animal fat and wheat or rice flour. I mean, that sounds like your, like your chicken fried steak <laughs> batter. <laughs> okay, this uh, this part I love. It is said that they <laughs> they simply used long scratchers, similar to back scratchers used today, to reach the itchy places on their scalps. Also. <laughs> These scratchers were made available to dinner guests alongside the silverware at fancy dinner parties. (laughs) I'd love to go back and watch some movies or like, uh, what's the other one? What's the show that just came out? Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Yes, I want to go back and watch Bridgerton I and see doubt if there's any as, reference. As much as <laughs>
1: most shows try to be historically accurate, yeah, I doubt anyone would
0: ever think <laughs> to make you a know what? reference we need to a louse, scratcher. Right. I mean, I want to see how these fancy dinners are. I mean, to be fair, if I have my hair like fixed or teased and
1: then kind of an updo. I'm gonna take my pin, right? And scratch my head with it so I don't mess up my hair. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the same. It's the same concept.
0: I can't buy it honestly. Apparently. <laughs> All right, Mindy, talk to us about some treatments. Going, you know, back in the day. Yeah. So nine treatments. <laughs>
1: 19th century Victorians. <laughs> they would visit the local bathhouse for an arsenic and quicklime treatment, which would burn off their hair, and then they would be forced to wear wigs. Why was would that you, painful? Why would you do that instead of just shaving your head? I don't know. These we, I mean, these 19th century Victorians—they were probably all hysterical.
0: well, <laughs> well yeah. And also, they loved their crazy drugs. They yes. loved them. I mean, if you've if you've not listened to the um, the <laughs> the episode about patent medicines, oh, for the twentieth century, it mostly
1: included like herbal remedies, and tobacco leaves were included in that.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm oh. assuming
1: as a topical treatment.
0: Yeah, people loved. Tobacco leaves and tobacco is as tr- like a medicinal thing. Okay.
1: For the twenty first century, mm-hmm. um, we treat with FDA approved shampoos and cream rinses, um, and we comb out the nits to mm-hmm. ensure there's no recurrence of the lice uh, within these eggs that um, that are about to hatch. Okay. And then you will treat a second time seven to ten days later. Okay. I would probably
0: do Do it every day. (laughs) Just
1: saying. The paranoia would set in
0: and I couldn't wait a full on week. Yeah, but I think it can be neurotoxic.
1: Well, maybe do the shampoo and the cream (laughs) rinse. Maybe Seven to ten days, but to comb out, I would comb out every day.
0: Yeah. If not
1: every hour of every day. Brandy and I. If not every minute of every day.
0: Brandy and I talked about this. Who would you want to nitpick your hair?
1: Mm, my cat.
0: <laughs> no, she would do a really good she job. She needs to have a louse comb. But she can get it with her teeth and her claws. I don't think Suki would be good <laughs> at getting rid of louse eggs. Let's see. Pick a, pick somebody who would be the contingency plan.
1: Knowing now that you would laugh at
0: yourself if you had lice, <laughs> I would just call you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'd probably feel pretty comfortable calling you too, especially since we yeah. did this episode. Yeah.
1: To be fair, any embarrassing thing that ever happens to me, I'm calling
0: you. <laughs> just yeah, because, because we have that comfort. Decided, yeah. yeah, we're a circle of trust yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, what else you got? <laughs>
1: So some of the other substances that might have been used across time. Carbolic acid solution. Unsure what that is. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Cressol powder. Also unsure what that is. (laughs) Me too. Sulfur, mercury powder, and kerosene. Today, effective insecticides are used to treat head and body lice. Um, yet the number of cases of lice infestation has increased worldwide since like the mid
0: sixties. That's interesting.
1: Partly due to ineffective formula pro- of products that's available on the market.
0: Oh yeah. Probably because the FDA is like, oh, there is too strong with this or that. And you can't, right. You can't use as much of this or that. Right.
1: Or it's improper use of the effective formulas uh that are on the market. And oddly enough, which I guess this makes sense, if the odor of the product you were using was mm-hmm. too strong, people wouldn't use it. Oh yeah. So it would be like too stinky and then they'd be like, Oh my god, am I gonna smell like this after yeah, using this? Or, they or they might not can apply I even as sit here? Yeah. Was it supposed yeah. to like sit there and soak and how are you supposed to sit there and breathe i mean it's on your head i think you're supposed to
0: use it for like (laughs) i think you're supposed to use it for like 10 minutes or something
1: yeah how can you sit there like what if it was really potent
0: yeah and you were like well you probably shouldn't do it it in like a you know bathroom
1: (laughs) but yeah okay Um, It's losing efficacy because the development of resistant strains of lice. So they're just becoming resistant to
0: it. Kind of like multi-drug resistant TB. That's what Mm. I think of. Or like the Delta variant of COVID. That as well. (laughs) But, you know, I don't want to get political.
1: (laughs) Okay, so just how you talked about like kings and mummies and stuff were buried and they would found like double cases of lice. (laughs) historians considered them quote unquote constant companions because most people lived with them until their deaths until about the 19th
0: century. Yeah. I mean,
1: let's just, if they had a picking comb
0: at a dinner table, everybody had head lice. (laughs) Let's just, let's just pick that apart for a second. Okay. Let's pretend like, you know, you lived in the 12th century, Mindy. Just imagine never not having head lice. I would be the queen. I mean, I would keep my head shaved. I would totally keep my head shaved. Would you? Would you be willing to keep your head shaved? Not if everybody had
1: it. If everybody had lice, I wouldn't think that there was, I wouldn't think like it was it was odd or 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 something that I could ever live without.
0: Yeah so you okay but wait so so knowing that these things bite you at night they excrete this stuff in their saliva yeah, but don't know they know make anything you different. itch
1: you don't know anything different
0: okay let's pretend you know that
1: if you I shave, would shave my head, head and i would wear wigs
0: yeah and me get too. them boiled me too yeah me too Me too, for sure. Because even when my hair just started thinning, when I had like a very stressful event in my life about five years ago, my hair started falling out like crazy, and it was really, really thin. I considered just shaving it all off and just wearing a wig because I was living in LA, and they had some really nice nice wigs out there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Well, headlines date back at least ten thousand years. And the oldest head lice was discovered in Brazil. Two mummies from the 11th century in Peru were found and each with hundreds of lice. (laughs) One which had 545 lice on its head.
0: So they took the time to count. So these archaeologists took the time to count. Are getting paid five cents an hour to live in, where was it, Peru? And count, who do you think counted these lice? Their Their assistants. Yeah. Their interns. Students. Yeah. Students about trying to get their PhD. Do you ever watch um, (laughs) Bones? No. I don't watch medical shows because they're filled with mistakes and I can't stand it. I can't take it. So Um, I would rather watch lawyer shows because I don't know anything about lawyers. (laughs) True. Except that I've dated a few and it hasn't worked out well for me. Okay.
1: uh well she's a forensic anthropologist Uh uh-huh and she has interns who just like you said are trying to get their phd yeah and i imagine those are the people (laughs) yeah (laughs) that do the grunt work yeah yeah, counting
0: 545 lice yeah is this a rounded number
1: was there 543
0: and you well i don't think you would round to 545
1: Maybe, yes, but it is maybe, oddly
0: specific. Maybe I mean, I feel like, but it's also, general. was it was it like lice bodies or were they nits and lice? I mean, yeah. because five hundred forty five lice, like actual how are there no lice, in there. Because that would mean yeah. that there were thousands of nits, unless they were
1: they all all the eggs hatched while when the when the mummy was already dead. And wrapped and buried and the lice weren't dead and they all hatched and then suffocated.
0: Or they just didn't have a food supply anymore because they host. Yes, on the, you're right. Yeah. On blood. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Okay.
1: Um, oddly enough, Miss Cleopatra herself was buried with a fancy knit comb. Hmm. Yes. Um, some other random interesting facts. Aristotle and Galen both believed that lice were born via spontaneous generation.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, Aristotle believed that lice spontaneously generated due to excessive humidity in the brain. This was when the theory of four humors was accepted.
0: Okay, Aristotle. <laughs>
1: Galen had his own similar theory, but go talk to further. Hippocrates. Yeah,
0: Hippocrates, by the way, didn't say anything about well, head lice. I'm shocked for once. Uh, <laughs> I know you don't like Hippocrates. No, we. Don't I mean, I like, like him. I like him more than you. like We love to hate him. Well, I love him. Yeah, we love to hate him. <laughs> I didn't like the onion thing. I did not like the onion thing. Okay, what about Galen? He took it a step further. He recommended using
1: drugs that would induce or sustain a dry environment and would counteract uh, the excess of wet and hot vapors. So maybe like when we had talked about the powdered wigs, it made me think of this like if it's dry and not humid, would yeah. that also deter the lice? Yeah. So if you had a powdered wig, you may get lice, but maybe not as much as your normal yeah. human, humid. Yeah. They they were probably would. like,
0: dude, don't come over here. Yeah. It's, you won't. Yeah. It's kind of like when I moved from California to Texas, <laughs> <laughs> like I was telling people don't move here. I forgot how bad the weather was. <laughs> well, they, um, with, as far as Galen, He recommended alum, which is one of the drugs that he recommended. And it's like a drying. It's like a drying.
1: But if the drugs didn't work and lice were still spontaneously generating on your body, you could follow an appropriate diet. You could bathe. You could change your clothes or like bloodlet. Uh Uh-huh. So got to love Galen yeah somewhat normal everyday things and then blood you like light.
0: galen better than hippocrates a little bit at this point
1: <laughs> a little bit and then uh also topical ointments mm-hmm. rose oil egg white <laughs> wormwood i don't know what that is but it sounds nasty oh, we i think talked we've about talked about wormwood, about wormwood on the
0: birth control
1: soap which we have come <laughs> to find out is not Accurate, right? Or uh, Galen,
0: check yourself.
1: And Mercury.
0: Yes, Mercury will kill anything. Probably
1: across time, people have been paid to quote unquote nitpick, removing eggs from hair, which again, like Christy and I said, I had no (laughs) idea the term nitpick came from removing life. Yeah,
0: and have you heard people say, "Quit being so nitpicky"? You're being so nitpicky right now.
1: Yeah. in In a role as like a leader, yes, who's over other people, yes. Like nitpicking is something I'm is your const- thing, yeah, yeah. Constantly. You're having to
0: constantly nitpick. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna get you a louse comb. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be please be my, go to Egypt and get me one. That's gonna be my white elephant yes. gift to you. Yes, <laughs>
1: I'm here for it. Um <clears throat> For centuries, women were the ones who were responsible for quote-unquote nitpicking their family members, Mm -hmm. even though I still think it should be monkeys, because that's what I (laughs) see. Right. I think Um, they're probably better at it. In 19th century, uh, persons hired to remove nits from hospital patients were paid considerably more than the surgeons on staff.
0: Interesting. Yes. Because right
1: now, the lowest paid member of staff (laughs) would be the
0: one who would have to nitpick. Which... I I still like to make reference to in the 19th century surgeons were not surgeons like we think of today. They were more like the barber surgeons, the ones that yeah. were trained on the job. They were not not the t- oh, yeah, the they times were not have changed. doctors. They yeah, so anyway, but but nonetheless they were skilled. Okay. Um
1: I guess before the mid 1800s daily baths weren't a thing because uh-huh. they started growing popular in the mid 1800s. Okay. Washing your hair once per month was recommended. (laughs) To be fair, I only wash my hair maybe once per week. If I wash it every day, white girl problems, it's too soft.
0: Yeah, that is so interesting because if I go more than about 18 hours without washing my hair you will know it because it will be i guess so it depends greasy. on how
1: oily your skin is yeah. and and your hormones and all that kind of stuff yeah
0: i have extraordinarily do you have hair. dry shampoo yes and i've tried different brands uh-huh. there is one brand that i preferred over the other but i can't remember which one it was um because it, it didn't leave as bad of a residue but yeah, I just, I can't stand the texture of yeah. my hair when I don't wash it often. Yeah. But my mom is like you. Well, she doesn't go that many days in between, but she'll go no. she'll go at least two. She cannot wash her hair every day. Yeah, And I no. just don't understand. I cannot relate to that because yeah. I have to wash my hair every day. Even if I wash my hair at night and then I sleep on it. And in the morning, if I come to work, you would notice that like some, you might notice I that something is I think you would notice and nobody else would. <laughs> well, I'm going to say that because you're my friend, that maybe you would notice <laughs> that something is a little off about my hair. But anywho. Okay. So daily baths grew in popularity. All right. And yes. what else?
1: Washing the hair once per oh, yeah, yeah, month. Yeah. Um, ladies of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, would gather and have nitpicking parties. So that could be your mother's sister's
0: friends. So instead of a Tupperware party, you're going go <laughs> so, to go to nitpicking party. So Mindy, next time we get together and we watch Mulan we, at your nitpicking. house, we're going <laughs> to no. sit around and dig at each other's
1: hair. Uh, the poor people would just shave their entire bodies to reduce the chances of lice That's what I would do.
0: That's what I would do.
1: Um, its It's been said that 90% of children had head lice at any given time in this era. I'm yeah. surprised it was only 90, honestly. I'm surprised too. Yeah. Uh, recommendations for head lace treatment treatment um, was to apply a scalp mixture of vinegar and lard, which I honestly think some people still do. makes me think of an I Love Lucy episode.
0: I, everything makes you think of an I Love Lucy episode. This is true.
1: What, which, uh, which Actually, that's a lie. Normally, Ooh. it's Roseanne. Which
0: I Love Lucy episode.
1: When Ricky thinks that he's going bald, so Lucy decides to give him the state-of-the-art treatment and like, cracks all these eggs on his head <laughs> and puts a stocking over yeah. his head, and he thinks he's getting this magical treatment. And I think Butter <clears> was <throat> in there, too. I can't remember, but...
0: Mm, interesting.
1: That's what it makes me think of. And she's, like, massaging it into his scalp. <laughs> All right. He's like, I,
0: I think I can feel it working. Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That concludes this episode of Human Lice. Mindy, thank you so much for doing this episode It's been with lousy. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you had a lousy time. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening. Ta-ta for now. All right. Bye-bye.